This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, April 29th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. With firing rates at one-sixth of the private sector, should it be easier to fire federal workers? Cato Institute Director of Tax Policy Studies Chris Edwards says upping the firing rate for federal workers serves many ends, not the least of which would be to quit paying useless but nonetheless employed federal employees. It's extremely difficult to fire a federal employee, and the federal firing rate for the two million or so federal civilian workers is extremely low. Uh, this has been known for a long time. The Bush administration tried to change this, uh, but we still are at a situation where the most recent data shows that just half a percent of federal workers are fired each year for any reason. That is only one-sixth of the firing rate in the private sector. So the federal firing rate is half a percent. It means that a, um, if, if, if you work at a company of 200 people, only one person is fired every year. Now, the listeners can probably think about their own company and, and think about more, more people than that that have been fired uh, in a year. All right. So uh, what accounts for that difference? The federal government uh, workers have very strong civil service um, protections. Uh, many federal workers are unionized. Um, and so you get to a situation where it's extremely hard to fire workers. They are fired. Federal workers are fired for misconduct, you know, sexual harassment, that sort of stuff. The, the area where they're virtually never fired at is poor performance. So a worker who just performs poorly year after year, he comes in, he sits at his desk, and, and he doesn't do anything. That sort of worker is very difficult to fire. And interestingly, with the federal bureaucracy, it's actually harder to fire the people at the top. So the Senior Executive Service, which is a group of a number of thousands of people who are at the very top of the federal bureaucracies, they are only fired at a rate of one-tenth of one percent a year. That is only one-twentieth the rate that corporate CEOs are fired at. So leaders in the federal government are only fired at one-twentieth the rate that leaders in the private sector are. So uh, we want more firing. And reformers have been pushing for more firing for a long time. But, you know, there is a bit of a balance here. If you go back to the 19th century, new uh, administrations came into office and they virtually fired everybody and replaced everybody in the federal government, in the post office, in the Bureau of Indian Affairs with political hacks, basically. So, you know, winning the White House was basically you could use it as a big payoff to your supporters. So we don't want that sort of corrupt system either. In the late 19th century and early 20th century, there were civil service reforms that, that tried to put the federal government on, on uh, create a sort of a professionalized bureaucracy. So that was a generally a good progressive reform. I mean, we want smaller government overall, of course, here at Cato, but to the extent that we have a federal bureaucracy, we do want it professional. So, uh, but, you know, you don't want that to go too far either. You don't want to give the bureaucrats too much protection uh, because then they will will uh, tend to block reforms. I mean, if you had a, a real reform-minded president come in who wanted to downsize the government, he would have a harder time if, if he couldn't get rid of some of the workers that were trying to block his initiatives. So what uh, prevents a president from uh, firing federal workers right now? Well, th there's all kinds of procedural. You can fire. It's just a massive amount of paperwork and years of delays until you can actually follow through. So in, in the if you're hired as a federal worker, there's generally a one-year probationary period. Within that one year, you can be fired fairly easily. But it's after uh, just one year 
And then it gets very difficult. And what tends to happen is that managers who have uh, lousy workers who aren't performing, if they want to do something about it, it it's, it's, they have to fight. I mean, they have to, you know, they have to document in enormous detail uh, all the workers' problems, and they have to really battle through the bureaucracy to actually follow through. So what tends to happen is they just leave these workers uh, who aren't performing just in a corner to kind of do nothing. And the Washington Post has, over the years, has reported on many federal workers who are in this situation. They're not, they're not working, but they, they command these big salaries, but they're not fired either. So um, they're sort of put in purgatory, but they don't, you know, they don't, they collect their salary, but they don't really do anything. All right. What does that say about the federal workforce? I mean, one could make the argument that, well, the reason firing rates are so low at the, at the federal level is because the federal government's really good at hiring and retaining these qualified <laughs> workers. One of the big problems with the lack of firing is that there's so little fresh blood in the federal bureaucracy. I mean, the average age of federal workers is much higher than the average age in the private sector. There are very few young people. And just from personal experience being in Washington over 25 years, the lack of firing is extremely frustrating to people who work in the government who want to do a good job. Um, and who want to move up and perform well. Um, if, if you're a high performer in the federal government, you're not paid any more than the low performers. You're not paid any more to some of these to some of the deadweight uh, workers. And it's often very difficult to move ahead because the, the people in senior positions have been there for decades uh, and they don't move and no one can fire them. So, you know, it's this is increasing the firing rate. It sounds a little harsh, but it's a good government reform that would actually benefit the good performers in the federal government. Who's talking about this as a as a specific uh, policy reform? Well, the J Jason Chaffetz, a uh, representative uh, who now heads the uh, the House Government Reform Committee, uh, wants to do something about the firing rate. And again, back to the Bush administration, there's been proposals. Bush's first budget director, Mitch Daniels, actually had a big initiative to try to increase the firing rate. But so far, they haven't got very reformers haven't got very far. I mean, one of the problems is that the federal workforce, uh, the spending on the federal workforce is like a special interest. And so generally, you know, all the representatives and senators, uh, Virginia, Maryland, and other places, New Mexico, that have a lot of federal workers, they'll try to resist these sorts of civil service reforms. The federal unions uh, are a very strong lobby group against any kind of reforms to the workforce. So there's a lot of hurdles here standing in the way of these good government reforms. So how does this play out as a matter of practical governing? Well, I have a big upcoming study at the Cato Institute that I'm calling Why the Federal Government Fails. And I look at these issues and you know, on the one hand, we want to increase the firing rate. We want to. We want more turnover in the federal bureaucracy. But on the other hand, it is a problem if we go to a system where there are. It's too easy to fire, and it's too easy for new administrations to appoint uh, political people to top positions. And you know, famously during Hurricane Katrina, Department of Homeland Security and FEMA, the top executive suites were full of political hacks. Frankly, who didn't know. Uh, very little about emergency response. So we don't want to go to a system where there's 
a massive turnover. I mean, we do want to professionalize civil service. So what I conclude from this is that, you know, the government is never going to really work very well. It's never going to work as well as a private uh, for-profit business where there is sort of a balance of incentives to get good workers and to have them perform. The federal government is is always going to have these problems of bureaucracy. Um, It's always going to have problems of compensation that is not paid for performance. I mean, federal workers are paid based on seniority and not for performance. You, you can never get around these ideas, uh, these problems with government bureaucracy, and that's why we should try to shrink all these bureaucracies and move these activities to the states and private sector. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.